With your permission, Lord, here present with us in the most blessed sacrament. We'll speak a little bit about the zeal that comes from being close to you. That apostolic zeal, that, 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 that driving force behind a Christian's love. Around this time of year, you ask people how they're doing and they go, they, <laughs> they say, oh, I'm fine. But there's like this haggard look on their face, right? And like, like they're just completely overwhelmed. Yeah, there's just, you know, I left the turkey in the oven and I'm losing my mind a little bit. And, and my sister, who I don't really get along with, is coming over. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not okay, right? I'm not okay. We're like, we're overwhelmed. We're haggard. And then you meet people who are just happy as a clam, right? Like, you know, they're, they're, just, they're, just, they're just doing so well. And you might ask, okay, what sets that, those people apart? People who, are, who, are, who can face everything that we're facing. It's not, you know, may, maybe for some people their life is just objectively easier. Okay, that's possible. That's possible. But at some point, everyone's going to be struggling with something. And you've seen people, even when they're suffering, even when they're bearing a heavy cross, that they're doing it with such joy. They have this, this, this zest, this zeal for life. They have this, this joy that permeates everything that they do and everything that they go through. And Lord, I tell you what, I want some of that. I came back from a retreat just last week. And it was, uh, you know, it was, it was nice to have a little bit of break from work. And uh, it was a minor miracle that I didn't really say much for three and a half days. And if you give the Lord the space, he'll speak. And he did in, in just really beautiful ways. Then, and I tell you what, brothers and sisters, there was, there was nothing particularly groundbreaking in what our Lord said to me. It was all back to basics. Something as simple as, you know, uh, he, he took me back to the moment of my calling as a priest. I was like, not expecting that at all. Just like right away. And revealed to me, kind of like peeled away another layer of grace that he's been giving me for the past 13 years. Lord, before your apostles went out to preach and to teach and to heal, to proclaim the good news, to baptize in your name, they spent time with you. And that's why we're here with you tonight, to spend that time with you, so that we too may have that same apostolic zeal, that we too may have the same, like, that, that confidence. And it's not a self-confidence. It's a God confidence. It's faith. You've all met that self-confident person. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Nothing wrong with being self-confident unless you're prideful, right? Self-confidence might go a little bit too far. But Lord, we are confident in you. In you, O Lord, is our trust, and we shall never hope in vain. In you, O Lord, is our hope, and we shall never hope in vain. Lord, we need that. We need thee. 
the grace of being these souls just on fire with your love, especially now. When I came back from the retreat, I was greeting people as they were coming in for Saturday evening mass. <laughs> and, and one person, um, she's my barber, uh, she, she walked in and she goes, what are you smiling about? Because <laughs> I was like just grinning ear to ear, right? What's with you? I said, I just spent a week in prayer. I'm doing really, really great. Lord, give us, we can have that constantly. We can have that all the time. Not that kind of like silly grin on our face, but that abiding peace. The courage of the, the Maccabees that we read about today. Because, because you're with us, what could go wrong? The courage of Cecilia, whose feast we celebrate today. This young woman, really a girl, teenage girl, who rather than deny her God, rather than go back on her word to the Lord, because she had dedicated her whole life to the Lord, died. And I was trying to look up. I said, where, where in the story? Because she's the, she's the patron saint of of musicians, I said, where in the story was she like playing any musical instruments or singing or something that would make her the patron saint of musicians? And it was simply this, that she had this song of praise to God in her heart that sustained her. So Lord, let's take after Cecilia and take after the mother in today's reading from Maccabees and sing this song of praise to you. It's that song of praise, if it dwells in our hearts, that will give us the courage of the martyrs, that will give us the joy of the saints. Praising you. Lord, you know what you're about, and you and your wisdom have given us these readings on the eve of Thanksgiving. If we can praise you, if we can give thanks to you, every day, then we'll have maybe, maybe just an inkling of how good you are to us, of how much you do for us, of how desperately you love us. And then, what could go wrong? Lord, we want to be these apostolic souls, these souls who spend time with you, I would love to hear at the end of my life that the time that I spent in conversation with God added up to three total years, like the apostles. And maybe an extra 40 days. <laughs> right? After the resurrection. Could I say that, or do I spend, do I want to spend at least, and that's really not that much time, at least three years of my total time here with you Apparently that's enough for you to do great things. St. Josemaria says this, he says, Look, the apostles, for all their evident and undeniable defects, it's obvious, it's all over the Gospels, for all their evident and undeniable defects were sincere, 
Simple. Transparent. You too have evident and undeniable defects. May you not lack simplicity. Now what does he mean by that? The simplicity of saying, here I am, Lord. Here's what's going on in my life. Here are my joys. Here are my troubles. Here I am, Lord. I come to do your will. That simplicity, that childlike simplicity, honestly, to just be, just be painfully honest with you, Lord. To dwell with you. It's not as if you don't know these things. To open our hearts to you in prayer. To open our hearts to you in praise and in thanks. Here's another quote about being an apostolic soul from St. Jose Maria. By the way, if you hear me quoting this guy, St. Jose Maria, all the time, he is a friend of mine. The saints give me friends. Spanish saint, and he's very, very quotable. He says, apostolic zeal is a divine craziness I want you to have. Its symptoms are hunger to know the master, constant concern for souls, perseverance that nothing can shake. What a, what a formula. Knowledge, hunger to know the master. Number one. Lord, do I, do I, do I wish to know you? Do I read Scripture to know you? Ignorance of Scripture is ignorance of Christ. Do I spend time with you? Do I talk to you? That's how I get to know everybody else. Do I encounter you? Do I run to you when I'm in need of your mercy? You sure get to know the Lord when you hear those words, I absolve you from your sins. It's an encounter with him. So one, hunger to know the master. Lord, give us that hunger to know you and the strength to fulfill it. Two, constant concern for souls. a big one. To be concerned for the souls of others. And it's a game changer. It changes how we look at other people. It changes how we talk about other people. So when that office gossip comes up, oh, she's this and she did that. Did you hear about this? Blah, 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 blah. Right? Oh, yeah, he's awful. Blah, blah, blah. But Lord, if we if we're actually concerned for that person's soul, it completely changes the conversation. Hmm, I wonder what's going on in her life, in his life, that's causing this. That's leading to that, that this, this like deep sadness or this deep insecurity or this deep woundedness. Because clearly she's acting out of sorts. That's why we're talking about her. But Lord, Give us a concern for those souls. To see them as you see them. To love them as you love them. So first, hunger to know the Master. Constant concern for souls. And third, what we've been hearing about all night. Perseverance that nothing can shake. The perseverance of this family in the book of Maccabees. The perseverance of Cecilia. The perseverance of most of the apostles. 
perseverance that nothing can shake. Our faith will be tested, Lord. You're going to do, it'll happen to all of us one way or another. And you know best. Lord, give us that perseverance. Give us that hope in you. It starts with knowledge of you. When we get to know you, we see how your heart has a deep concern of souls. That's the entire reason you came. And then knowing you and knowing that you're with us, give us gives us that perseverance that nothing can shake. Lord, help us to be truly apostolic souls. Souls who spend time with you. Souls who get to know you. Souls who see the way that you treat others and you treat us. And those who are filled with hope that come what may. We know with you we can prevail. Someone said to me just before Mass, do you know what that mother, who that mother in Maccabees reminds me of? And I immediately said, and this is not what they were thinking of, but I immediately said, our Blessed Mother. Because her heart too was pierced and she stood by him as he endured his passion and his death. She kept the faith. She stayed hopeful. Lord, give us the hope of the woman in the book of Maccabees. Give us the hope and the faith of Cecilia. Give us the hope, the faith, and love of your blessed mother. If we have that, that fire of love within us, then we too can be saints. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations you've communicated to me during this time of prayer. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me.